Hello, good morning everybody. It is Jeff Lyons. We're at the Philadelphia Naval Yard for the Monster Milers Rescue Run 5K. There's some uh, pump-up music playing in the background. Chip's dancing. Let me see if I can get her to stop dancing. Hi, Chip. Hi, I'm exhausted. I don't think I, I've just been, I've been dancing for the last 15 minutes. I, th- I don't think I can run a 5K today. Chip was mentioning uh, they were playing some pretty, like, low-key jams. And it's only, it's about like 8:45, and we need kind of more pump-up music, I think, to get us ready. I, I feel like this this song, and I wish I could place the artist right now, but I mean, this is great. It's a, it's a shame. Uh, it's a great song, 70s. It's getting me a little pumped up. Maybe maybe that's what they're doing. It's like a like they started slow, and then they're waking us up slowly. Uh, slowly. But uh, yeah, I like before it was just this these like sort of electronic mixes of songs from the 70s, but very low key song. Like they would be playing in. Uh, like a coffee shop that you would roll your eyes at but now now i think this is this is a song that's going to put us over the top get us going now chip i told you before i haven't had coffee this morning this will probably be the first morning out like run morning or just any morning where i don't have at least a sip to get me going Uh, i'm just trying something new it could be a spectacular failure which is interesting. Uh, I think we'll both be a little uh, behind the eight ball because, uh, unlike most race mornings, I didn't have my 64 ounce icy, uh, my blue blue raspberry icy. I didn't have. So. Uh, I, I will say, many less uh, uh, ice uh, free uh, head. What do they call it? Brain freezes. Brain freezes. Didn't yes. get any brain freezes, but at the same time, don't have that sugar input. If anyone uh, is not from Philly. Uh, and you do have the chance to come. Definitely come down to the Naval Yard. There are giant, insanely giant, intimidating, I guess you'd call them old battleships. Are they battleships? I, I mean, I don't want to say they did battle. I hate to judge, but oh, they... Oh, no. I, I mean, <laughs> but they... Uh, but yes, uh, they, they're 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 very big and very old and very scary looking. And But they're just... They're really interesting. I think... And you can correct me. Can, I, can you run down here just at any point oh, is it's true i don't know I, I don't know if you can but it, it, it is where the broad street run ends up every year and it's always great because you think you, you know you're kind of in a mindset of like you just want to finish and then all of a sudden these giant boats are to your right and and they're great they're really cool looking yeah it is very nice very uh, beautiful setting here for the monster milers uh rescue run 5k and you can go and just into like facebook type monster milers are, are just actually into Google. They have a great website, and you can find out all the great stuff that they do. Basically, Monster Milers are awesome people who go to various dog shelters throughout the city, uh, and they run with dogs. They take these puppies out who are looking for forever homes. They take them out for runs, and then the, you'll notice them by, uh, I believe most of the dogs have little vests on, right, Chip? Yes, uh, they're, they're adopt-me vests, and uh, they, look, they look adorable. Uh, but yeah, so it's... I. I think I think they're hoping to adopt some dogs out today, which yes. which would be great. There's going to be some puppies here. We're going to try to interview some dogs, maybe get some face licks, good stuff like that. And I, I believe I was talking to Carrie Maria, who's the organizer, great person behind uh, Rescue Run. Um, she'll be on a future show uh, running with us. Right now she's a little busy because there's a lot going on here. So I think Chip and I are going to go kind of walk through the crowd and we're going to look for people with dogs and we're going to talk to them. Um, So I think we're going to take a bathroom break and then we'll be back. This is episode six, Junk Miles, Chip and Jeff.
and your name is? Chris, yeah. And I'm Jeff, and this is Chip. And we're, uh, we're called Junk Mile Show. We're a podcast. We run around and we interview people while we run. Oh, good. Yeah, so it's uh, a little out of breath sometimes, but we, we kind of pull it off. So how would you describe Monster Milers in a nutshell? We run with shelter dogs. So they're dogs that are waiting for their homes in our partner rescues and we take them out for runs. And by doing so, they get to burn off energy, um, they get socialized, they get to meet people, meet potential adopters. Um, so it's really great for them. And then last year, we also started a life-saving component where we directly rescue dogs. So we pull them from our city shelter, put them in foster homes, and then adopt them out. Fantastic. Now, okay, I'm a runner, I love dogs, I have one at home, but he's not a runner, he's a little guy. So uh, I want to run with a Monster Miler. What do I do? You need to come to a group orientation, um, and then you get to see if that's kind of for you. Um, If it is, then you come to um, a session where we just show you the ropes. Um, It's not difficult, but you just need to know the policies and where to find our gear and inside the shelters and stuff. And what is the commitment or how is our schedule? How does that work? Um, It's really up to you. It's whatever works for you. And then whenever the rescues are open, um, which is pretty much all day, like eight to eight. Um, so weekends, weekdays, a lot of people go in after work. Um, we'd love to see people go in more often than not, but you know, if you go in now and then, we're not gonna, <laughs> we're not gonna say anything, certainly. Right. Uh, and uh, so, so where, okay, so where can I find you? Where can, where can our listeners go to say, hey, I wanna check out a, a, a orientation. Uh, where would they go to find you guys? Um, on Facebook, the Monster Milers. Okay. Um, on our website, we have all sorts of, uh, we have our events calendar. Um, you can sign up for our newsletter. Um, we'll be resuming our orientations in the spring. Okay. In the meantime, we have group runs where you run with a group of people Ooh. and a dog, yeah. And a lot of times that turns into a happy hour afterwards. So okay. if you're into that, <laughs> then you get to knock yes. off all those boxes. Yeah. And, uh, and what, what is the website again? Um, Themonstermilers.org. Themonstermilers.org. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically an orientation would show you a new person how to run with the dog like safely not to put them in any sort of dangerous situations and uh basically just give you a, how long how long would that take the orientation takes about an hour or two okay, yeah um and then if you still feel like you need somebody after that to help you out we yeah. have people who've been doing this for years who are happy to partner up with you and go with you on your first run or two yeah i think that'd be probably a good idea right absolutely um so do the, do you get trained at one of your Monster Miler places or at the shelters? At our partner rescues, um, okay. so Paws, Grace Ferry, Paws, Old City, and then Street Tales Animal Rescue in Northern Liberties. Oh, um, and so you have to get trained at each specific location. Mm-hmm. Um, one, getting trained at one doesn't give you a free pass to get trained at others because they all have different policies and different sure. running routes and things like that. Um, but if you get trained at one and you want to then pop into the others, we're happy to, to train you in other locations as well. What would you say is, is there a percentage of people who regularly go out, uh, run with the dog, and then they fall in love with the dog, and they're like, all right, I'm adopting this dog? Um, that actually does happen. We have people who, who do that or foster. Um, if that doesn't happen, we're super active on Facebook and social media, and we just take pictures all the yes. time. And then maybe my friend on Facebook falls in love with a dog yes. I just went out with. So even if it wasn't me, it's a friend of mine or a friend's friend or somebody who just saw the picture. And I can speak to the personality of the dog because I was just out with him or her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's really helpful. Yeah, I find, you know, social media obviously has its drawbacks, but the pluses to me are amazing when it comes to, you know, um, I, I got my dog at Morse mm-hmm. Animal Shelter. And I was saying earlier, every day, 
the highlight of my day is when they post their adoption photos. And literally, I come home, and my girls are like, let's see the photos. You know, it's like a little bonding experience. And then my dog gets mad because I'm looking at other dogs. Of course. Of right. course. There's a lot of jealousy involved. There's a lot. Yeah, that's, well, that's the thing when I tell people. I'm like, you can go run with other dogs. Like, well, I have my dog at home. And then they're like, well, that's fine. My dog is very, he's 15 now. He's not a big runner anymore. So I'm like, I'm. I hope to, within this year, do my first Monster Mile or run, get trained and do it. I hope so, too. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Now, let me ask you this. Let's say uh, some of our listeners out there aren't full-out runners. Uh, is there a dog? Can, can they walk dogs? Absolutely. You don't have to be a runner. You don't have to be a marathoner. We have people um, of all abilities and comfort levels. Um, and then we're, we've got a pretty active Facebook volunteer group so that if there's a particular dog that maybe just needs to take it slow, we'll, we'll tell people about that versus a dog that really likes to go fast. Because if you don't like to do that then don't take that dog out um, and we write notes about all the dogs so that you know you know what the dog was like the previous couple runs um, anything that you need to look out for um, and and really what kind of runner the dog is um, I, I made the mistake very early on of thinking oh I'm gonna go on my training one training run with a dog and the dog <laughs> just stopped every block to sniff, and sniff. yes so I, you know you have to kind of yes. have the mindset it's more about getting the dog out yes. than getting my training miles yeah. in. Yeah. you're gonna have to, to uh, figure out yeah get your miles in some other time and just enjoy the the run with the dog and i imagine you get stopped a lot because they have their little cute vests on yes they have their adopt me vests and so people like to know about them like to pet them um just want to know more about where to uh go find more information about the dog well this is wonderful you guys do such good work and it really i'm going to start tearing up so i'm going to stop get a little emotional here but thank you again and we'll be promoting uh this on our next podcast thanks again Awesome. Thanks Thank for you. Coming out. Thank all right. You all Take care. All right. Hello, everybody. We're back. Jeff and Chip here, and you are. Uh, my name's Keith. I'm the Canine Programs Coordinator for ACCT Philly. Fantastic. And where are you located in Philly? Which part? Uh, we're at 111 West Hunting Park Avenue. So it's almost by the PSPCA. It's uh, front in Hunting Park right off the Roosevelt Boulevard. Sure. And who do we have right here? This is Elvira. She's probably like an 8 to 12-month-old uh, Shih Tzu Terrier mix. So we found her as a stray. Um, you know, we're going to take her to our adoption center afterwards in Plymouth meeting to try and find her home. Awesome. She looks very, um, what's the word, spirited, I would say. Oh, yeah. She, she looks, looks like a lot of fun. And if she's in a little enclosure. Is this a little, um, is she good with other dogs or are we just keeping her kind of... Oh yeah, she's really playful with other dogs. It's just the amount of handlers and everything. Oh, we're like, right, right, we right. want to get her out. We want her running around and saying hi and giving kisses because that's her favorite thing. Um, she said hi to all the dogs. We just want to, you know, I might pick her up and let her say hi to everybody later. It's the the amount of hands you have in an event at any one oh, time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and for for listeners at home, uh, the dog looks a lot like Stanley, wouldn't you say? This is this is very Stanley related. My dog Stanley looks is a is a Shih Tzu mix and is a uh, very similar to this. Not quite as a uh, outgoing stanley uh just recently got a nice haircut right so he's very um he's lean and mean right? th- and i'd say uh elvira has a very cool kind of shaggy look very old school like uh oh she's giving lots of loves right now like a, like a beetles mop top yeah it's like a, like mm-hmm. and how many dogs do you have at your shelter at any given time at any given time available for adoption we might have about 40 and then we have our off-site adoption center where we can have up to about 20. okay great um 
And where do we uh, get information about you guys? Uh, website? Yeah, yeah, you can just go check us out at www.acctphilly.org. Um, you'll see Adopt, our adoption center on site. You'll see all the dogs available for adoption as well. Awesome. And what kind of, uh, you do? obviously you go out to a lot of events like this. You try to bring dogs out there. What other events besides the uh, rescue run? Do you guys... Welcome to the oh, 2016 yeah. oh yeah, we do a ton of different events. Um, one of the ones I really like to do, um, just because we're in an inner city shelter and we've got so many adoptable pitties, I have a uh, monthly adoption event on uh, Gerard and 2nd Street called Pick a Pity. Um, so it's a pit bulls only event, it's our best ones. We just want to show, hey, these dogs can live together and be awesome and you'll just see they're just total loves. So we're just trying to get the word out about that, that we have so many adoptable dogs who are just looking for a great home. That's fantastic. Um, well, thank you so much. Um, we're junkmileshow.com, so uh, we'll have probably have the podcast up next week. And uh, thanks again. We'll be walking around, probably say hi to you again. Thanks so much. All righty. Oh my God! Look at this, Chip. Now we got. Yeah, she's great with other little dogs here. Look at this. Instant friends, right? All right, let's. Uh, it's, all right, somebody's talking to us, Chip. Uh, the the race director. We're going to take a little break right here. And we're back, people. We are with Morris Animal Shelter, and you are? Eddie. Eddie? This is very nice to meet you. Now, I got my dog 15 years ago at the Morris Animal Shelter. Refuge, right? Do you mind what people call it? Morris Animal Shelter, Morris Animal Rescue, Refuge? Uh, I mean, the correct name is Refuge, refuge. so, I mean, and it depends we, on people, you know, yeah, what they yeah, call it. Sure. Yeah. And Eddie, who do we have right here looking at us, this beautiful dog? Right here, yeah, he's a blue nose. He came in with another uh, female, brothers and sister. Right. Her name was G. Um, the people that brought her in, you know, they found her as a stray, both of them. So they took him in and just took care of them for a while, and then they decided, you know, they had problems, sure. couldn't take care of them no more, so they decided to bring him in the refuge. And since then, he they were like in the refuge. Yeah. You know. And, and you're located at 1242 Lombard Street. 1242, right, easy to get to in the city. Yeah. Yep. And um, the adoption process, people come in. I know. I remember this is 15 years ago with us, and basically we asked, you know, hey, um, you know what kind of told them about our lifestyle what dog would be good and and then there was like a little room we got to meet and hang out with the dog for a while is that still how it goes yes sir yeah that's how it goes um right now we just ask um for the current address right you know if you rent your own and if the landlord if you own yeah. or rent then if the landlord approves it then you're good to go yeah you do have one of the best facebook feeds uh every day when I get your uh, post from Morris of the adoption photos, brings a little tear to my eye. Yeah. And it really like makes me smile. So I tell everybody, I'm like, you know, a lot of bad stuff out in the world today. You know, everybody's reading social media stuff. There's all this not good stuff. Follow Morris Animal Shelter if you're looking for a dog or you know people who are looking for a dog. And you just see these great photos of happy people. And you guys have every cat's dog. Yes, cats, dogs, turtles, parakeets, <laughs> you know, you, some, we, we could get anything in the shelter, right. you, you, you'll be surprised. And whatever you get in the shelter, you guys pretty much try to take care of and try to save a life. That's wonderful. And who else do we have here? We have two little uh, 
Two little dudes in the cage. Uh, over here, two Shih Tzus, they came in together, chippers and cookies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, their owner, you know, they couldn't take care of them more, no more. Right. I mean, they were in a good condition when they good. came in. So, you know, we're glad about that. Right. But, uh, they're here today, you know, trying to find their forever home. You know, now, we, do you try to, um, dogs who were raised together like this, you kind of encourage people looking to maybe take them together, right, for their forever home? Yes, um, that's what we're trying to do so, um, most of the time, to keep them together. I mean, sometimes, you know, we separate them, you know, they get depressed, they get yeah, down, sure. and stuff right. like that. But, you know, people got different, you know, preference, you know, they're trying to adopt one dog and then yeah. probably later on adopt another one. Yeah. But I would really strongly try to guilt them into taking both, right? You're like, you're like, look how cute this guy is. Look at his buddy. Yeah. And plus, they, they get along really well with other dogs too. Yeah. You know, it just de depends, you know, the temperament and stuff sure, like that. Sure. And um, oh my, I'm sorry, I get a little distracted. Like I'm just, they look so cute. And they'll come out for a little walk in a bit, probably. Yeah. Right now, they're just kind of. It's it's this is a lot of stimulus for dogs, right? Bringing yeah. something like this. Yes, it is, and it's like they get distracted a lot. You know, they see other animals and stuff like that. Right. So you know, it's like it's pretty good for them, you know, to come out here and interact with other animals because you know we don't want to keep them in a cage that much yeah. and just like. And what's yeah. a good time if someone wants to come, especially people in Center City, and what's a good time for them to come uh, to the shelter? We're open, the late days we're open is on Wednesdays, we're open from 11 to 7, okay. and on Fridays from 11 to 7. The rest of the days, we're close to the public on Thursdays, okay. that's you know, when we get to clean everything, you know, deep clean and stuff like that. And the rest of the days we're open from 11 to 4. Okay, and is there anything people need to do if they're interested in um, adopting a dog or coming out? Is there anything they need to do when they come to you to have any special information or... Um, well, they could just um, fill out an application online. Oh, okay. It's easy. You know, you could do it online or you could come to the shelter and, and refuge, fill it out right there. And if you want to see the animals right there, mm -hmm. when you can fill out the application, then you can. And it's going to be easy if you go um, to the refuge. Yeah. Because you can fill out the application, you can see the animal that you're interested in and probably you could go with the animal that day. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Eddie. This was really great. Yeah, we're at junkmileshow.com, and uh, like I said, we're running podcasts, but we're both dog lovers. We adopted our dogs. I got my, my boy, who's 15 now, and uh, I'm sure I'll be back at Morris soon to uh, check things out. Good, thanks again, Eddie. Really appreciate it. Take care. And we're back, people. Junk Miles, episode six. Chip and Jeff, we are at the Navy Yard in beautiful Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And this is the rescue run. Monster Milers are putting this on. Again, Monster Milers are great people who go and run with dogs from shelters. They take them for runs. They put them in little vests, right, Chip? Yeah, they, they do. And uh, we're running the 5K today, which actually is uh, 35K in dog ears. Oh my God. I, did, I did not know that. So if a dog ran this race, He's pretty much running 35k. 35, yeah, 35. And if that in miles, that's, I don't know. Do you ever people ask you like, you say like, uh, like the only mile to kilometers conversion I can do is like a 10k, a 5k. Like I know that. Any other right. thing can't do it. 
The five K is the is the three point three point one three point one, and uh, I I sort of go from there, but I I I, I just say oh. You know, I just get angry at them for not using the metric system like right. the rest of the world, and I sort of play it off that way, so so I don't know. Yeah. So, like, basically, I just use, like, any kind of mileage I do. People are like, hey, how long of a run did you go out for? And I'll just be like, oh, 14.2K. Right. Just to be a pain in the butt. Yeah, exactly. That that's what that's 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 what I say. Oh, and then when people ask me, uh, you know, you know, if somebody really gets in my face and say, oh, so how much do you make for you know for a living for your job? I say, you know, just uh, you know, 150,000 pesos. <laughs> just to, and so they have to do the conversion and then leave it to them to figure it out, right? right and then they just get drowsy and, and, and not all. Chip, so. do you realize that you make four dollars a year now? That I, based on that? I do. I do. I do. I, you know, it's it's not about the money, Jeff. It's it's about getting the getting the message out. By the way, speaking of getting the message out, uh, I have to say, for those of you who've been listening uh, throughout here, uh, Jeff here has been doing the due diligence of all the interviews and uh, really getting some great information from uh, these people about these dogs. And what I've been doing the entire time is I'm just down on the floor rolling around with these dogs while you're actually doing the work. It's true. Chip is, uh, I guess this may think, hey, hey, how you doing? Who's this guy? Who's this? Uh, Benjamina. Benjamina. Oh, what a great name. Benjamina. Two-year-old mix. And where's she... That she's at pause. Oh, she's at pause. Hi, and your name is? My name is Cynthia. Cynthia, and where is pause exactly for people if they want to visit pause? We have three locations. Okay. Um, Benjamina is actually at the Gray's Ferry location. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And how old's Benjamina? She's between one and two. She's a little beauty. Yeah, she's super sweet. She's definitely a lap dog, but she's also a good walker, too. Okay. I took her out for a walk yesterday, and she was out for about an hour. And oh, wow. She she looks very healthy and very uh, interested in all the goings-on right here. Oh, absolutely. She's yep. a young pup, so she's looking for a nice, loving family. Mm-hmm. And she's good with other dogs, Benjamina? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And so do you work at Paul's, or are you a foster? I'm a You're a volunteer. I'm a volunteer, yep. So do you foster? Do you do all that stuff? Or? does, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Obviously, we want to find as many homes as possible for all the dogs. We've got three locations, and dogs at each um, location so yeah so if somebody um, is interested in, in adopting at, at Paul's location is there anything they can do beforehand before they come absolutely there's a website right and then they we also have a booth here today so so people can stop by our booth and fill out an application um, as well as go on to the website and fill out an application online um, it's a very easy process and we've got lots of dogs that are available for adoption that's awesome just dogs any kitties oh, my Cats. Dogs and cats. Dogs yep. And cats. Yep. For whatever you're looking Turtles? Um, that I'm not sure. Birds? <laughs> that I'm not sure of. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Just checking. Because, you know, people are into all different things. But, oh, yeah, but... Uh, I, I think Paws is primarily um, dogs and cats. Sorry. <laughs> well, you guys do fantastic work. Parrots don't have paws. Think about it. Oh, it's true. I guess the name Paws, <laughs> you, would, you would probably want to specialize in. Exactly. Right. Is there a clause... Uh, rescue that just deals with animals or claws. I, you know, sorry. I'll look into that. That's not, not for you to worry about at all. But this is really nice. Benjamin, that's an interesting name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that something that, like, most of the, the animals that come into your shelters obviously are either given up or they're found. So some... We we take a lot of animals from, um, ACT as well. So, um, yeah. Some have names. uh, You know, they all get adopted. Yeah. Well, you are a little sweetie, aren't you? Yes, you are. Do you have anything to say besides being a sweetie? Uh, give me kisses you give me kisses? Yeah. You gotta get. Oh my god! 
Well, thank you so much for talking to us. We really appreciate it. Okay, thank we'll you. see you. There's something with the way you walk. There's something that lights a spark inside of me. And it makes me want to sing. Makes you forget everything. There's something there inside your eyes. Let's me know you never thought you fill me up. And I know what you need. Do you know what you need to me? Brangelina? No, what was the dog's name? Benjamina. Benjamina, that's an interesting name. It really is. That's like when you take a masculine name and you kind of make a, uh, what's the opposite of masculine? Feminine. Feminine, yes. Feminine version of it. Like, what would be a feminine version of your name? Uh, Chipa, which is actually <laughs> also uh, uh, Portuguese as well, I, be- I believe. Yeah, and, and I guess yours would be Jeff. Jeff, 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 uh, Jeffarina? Jeffarina, yeah. Chip, um, back in Spanish class in uh, high school, uh, you know, there's there's equivalent names like, well, let's say your name was uh, John. The equivalent name in Spanish would be Juan. Paul would be uh, Pablo or Paulo. Yeah. Right. And because there was no equivalent for Jeff, there's the Spanish word jefe, which means chief, boss, chief. 
And because my last name is uh, Lyons, my one friend Ben called me Jefe uh, uh, Gatos Grandes, which is Chief Big Cats. Right, right. I, I, that, if you ever become a semi-professional wrestler, you already have a name. All you need is a, is a, a, uh, a mask. Right, and I, I figured, I remember saying to Ben, like, I think... Gatos Grandes Big Cats is very cool, but you also could have just looked up the word for lions. This is true. Yeah, he just he really he really went the extra mile with that. Now, but by the way, they're just they're about to do the pre-race stretch. Yeah. I'm not a pre-race stretcher by any chance. No, me neither. Um, I do like to go watch and do it. It's kind of fun. Some people really get into it and dance a lot. So I think we'll probably take a little break right here. We'll go over to the pre-race stretch, and maybe Chip and I will put our stuff away, get into our running gear. And um, we're going to win this thing today, I think, Chip. I, I think we're, I think we're going to win. And here, here's the weird part. I, I should tell people so they don't get too, uh, get their hopes up. Uh, this is the first running podcast where we won't be podcasting as we're running. Oh, yeah. I hope people aren't disappointed. I, I, I don't think they will be too much. They, so we're doing the pre, uh, pre-run podcast and then the post-run podcast. Maybe we'll run, actually, you know what, we'll run 50 yards together talking just so we can say every episode we ran while we talked. I, I, think, that, I think that's a great idea. At least run in place. I, I think that would be, a, be a, a wise choice on our part. So there's, there's, nobody comes off with, with their lawyer. We don't get any cease and desist from anyone saying right. that you know, we're, fra- we're fraud. The contract we signed with the, uh, the big podcast entity behind us that's funding all this is that we would run while we're talking on every show. And also people should stick around because we're going to sing a song thanking everybody who donated uh, money to the Monster Milers via the uh, the uh, Junk Miles team. It's going to be, I think it's going to be the hit, uh, the, the big autumn hit. They, they always People always talk about summer hits, but I think the song that we're going to sing for the people who donated, and we we're so appreciative, uh, will be the autumn hit of 2016. We spent a lot of time writing it. I think that's where people, when they hear it, they'll be like, wow, these guys spent a lot of time writing it. Yeah, I, th- I think they really will say it's the thought that counts. It's the thought that counts. And people, speaking of thought that counts, actions also count. So if you are in the market for a new lovely fairy member of your family, a kitty, a doggy, any sort of animal, definitely go to monstermilers.com, check out their website, and they will list all the great shelters, Morris Animal Shelter, Paws, um, there's a bunch of them here, there's seven today, and you can find out all about them. There's basically a shelter near you, and they have great dogs. Right now I'm watching, it looks like a little Burmese mountain dog, give loves to a, uh, to a woman, oh, he's giving loves to another woman, very aggressive loves. And he's smiling. And neither of those women look Burmese either. No. Either way, so uh, you know he's just an equal opportunity dog. That's what the, they're so friendly around here. Right. They're, he doesn't care that you're not from Bern, Switzerland. I believe is the 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 origin of the Bernese Mountain Dog. I'm guessing. Yeah. I mean, that's. I think that's a pretty good assumption on your part. It is. You know, and you say you know adopt a dog, and if you can't adopt a dog, if it's something you, you don't have the home environment for it, or you just don't think you have the time, uh, you, you can always always donate to any of these locations. Yes. Yeah, give money. Yeah, and it's coming up on the holidays. We're, we're not too far from there, so uh, if you're thinking about a uh, donation of any point, I would I would uh, donate to one of these uh, local shelters, local uh, rescues. Uh, right now, Chip and I are watching people stretch, and we're in the very back with our very staunch anti-stretching. Uh, we're doing a protest right now. We're we're actually we're very straight with our bodies. I'm actually trying to stiffen my hamstrings right now. I'm trying to get them cool and hard. And I'm not, oh, I, it's almost like they're doing some sort of yoga right it now. It is yoga. It's, it's, uh, it's yoga, yoga stretching. That's like very involved stretching yoga. I don't know if you guys can hear this, but it's, it's very soothing listening to a yoga person. 
I think they're called yogis, right? People who teach yoga classes? Yeah, that's the bear you're thinking of. Right, the bear that teaches yoga classes. Right, right yeah, yeah. Yo, yogi, the, yeah, he's, uh, uh, him and, uh, and Boo Boo, they, uh, I mean, they, they, I, I will say, they're great at what they do. <laughs> I was trying to explain to my daughters the other day about, about stealing. Oh, I got one already. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. We got one. Thank you. Um, uh, yogi Bear. Handing out kind bars like they're going out of style, right? They're now. good. That's they're good. good. Right. Um, if you taught yoga and your name was Matt, what do you think your moniker would be? It has to be uh, Matt the Yoga Guy. Matt the Yoga Guy, exactly right. I think that's it. That there's no. That's the joke you're going for, right? Yeah, there's no other possible joke. Hey, check it out. It's Matt the Yoga Guy. Right. They're like, is there a shorter way to say that? Like, I don't think so. I, don't I think, think so. it's welcome to Matt the Yoga Guy. What if we put yoga in front of your name? Like, nah. nah. They, that's weird. Because you know, you put put you in the in the yellow pages. You want your name. It'd be yoga. Would be way way far back. So you'd never say that other option that you could that. Right. And if anybody knew a thing or two about branding, your name first, then what you do. Exactly. Exactly. So it's. Matt the Yoga Guy. Speaking of Matt the Yoga Guy, we're going to take a break. That has nothing to do with speaking of, but we'll be back. Okay, Chip, we're back. That was, uh, we had a lot of good interviews, but again, after the race, which we just completed, uh, we just talked to your comedian friend Dave. Yes, Dave Trusso. Dave Trusso, and I didn't have the mic on the whole time. Uh, you know, for those at home, the mic wasn't on, but just know that we had a good time. There was a great back and forth, and it, and it was a lot of fun for everyone. It was. It was really fun. We had a, a lot of good insight. I think we might try to talk to Dave after this. We're going to see. Um, the thing with me and the microphone is, it's my friend and it's my enemy, guys. I turn it. I tr- I try to keep it on all the time. Sometimes I turn it off due to the battery. And I don't want to just leave it on, you know? So, uh. He does that for you guys, just so you know. He turns it off, save it for you guys. Right, so occasionally I will interview people and the microphone will be completely off. Here's the thing I, I think there will be lore because I'm sure your phone picked it up a little bit, like the microphone on your phone, but probably not well. Here's the thing. Once this is a world famous podcast, yeah. those will be known as the lost segments that, yeah. that, that, that fans for decades are going to be searching. Right, right, right. Um, and I'm sure. Maybe someone close by might have picked up the interview. There's a lot of lot of microphones, a lot of a lot of news crews around. It is it is the naval yard, you know. It's high security. Oh yeah, maybe I could contact uh, NSA. Yeah, figure figure out. See the tapes. See the tapes. Yeah. Um, again, we're at the. Uh, we just finished the rescue run, Monster Milers. You can check that out. The monstermilers.com guys don't be afraid it's not scary there um there are no monsters there they're just beautiful dogs waiting to be adopted i i was a little scared i'll be well, honest well yeah i mean a lot of people don't like uh horror monster stuff but um here we are it was a great run you had a good run right you had a good 5k i had a very good run uh and i i thought just for my own uh edification that i it that my Nike Plus app would say that, oh, you had your best 5K ever, but it only uh, came up as 3.09 miles, so I don't think it'll register as my... What I should have done is just run another tenth of a mile, but yeah, I'm yeah. too lazy for that, Jeff. Yeah. But you want to... You like to have documentation of your best, of your PR for every type of race, right? I do. I do. And I will say, just for people keeping score at home, I, this might have been my fastest 5K ever. I felt really good about it. Had a great... I did a sub... Uh, a sub eight minute mile the entire time. Really felt good about myself, and also uh, lost to Jeff Lyons uh, miserably. Well, not miserably, Chip. I uh, I also had a good race. I would say I don't know. Just, uh, don't discount my feelings. I was miserable. <laughs> please, all right. 
I heard I heard you kind of yelling at me from behind, which which was like slow slow down. Right. I want to beat you, and and I just I pretended to, I didn't hear you. Well, it's it's good to know that I was an angry shouting distance of you. Do you do? I think we might have talked about this before. During like races, do you find someone who you find like that guy or a woman kind of looks annoying, a little full of themselves? I want to try to keep up with her. Oh, 100% and try to beat them. And I actually did that towards the end. There was a guy I was like, there's no way I'm losing to this uh, D bag. And uh, <laughs> I, I kind of, it was one of those, uh, I kind of stalked him from behind for a little yeah. bit. And then just, uh, well, I did what anybody would do. I tripped him and then uh, pushed his yeah. face, pushed his face in the pavement and just kept running. If this is a day of goodwill, um, yeah, 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 goodwill towards dogs, Jeff. Uh, that's true, dogs. It didn't say anything about um, really being nice to people. Even though at this event, there's so many nice people, right? Look at these good-hearted people trying to get dogs adopted. Why don't we go walk around and um, try to talk to maybe some um, yeah. adoptable dogs, people looking at them. All right, let me pick up some of my good garbage. We're here with uh, faith, as in faith. You gotta have faith. Oh, that's great! Like you gotta have faith. And you are. I'm Brian Garten. And where do you? Uh, what uh, rescue do you work with? We're Pebbles and More Animal Rescue. Oh, great! And where are you out of? We are Foster Base. Oh, okay. Uh, we're up and down the East Coast, and I think 11 states. Fantastic. So, uh, could you describe quickly, like, what a foster uh, home would do for a dog? Sure. Uh, we take in dogs. Uh, and treat them like our own. Uh, we, we train them basics, uh, house train them, you know, puppy one-on-one, basically if you went to a store, sit, stay, retrieve as much as possible. We give them a normal home life. Right. So it's, And then you get the word out, hoping that you can find a nice uh, family to match them up with? Absolutely. So the, the, the big biggest thing is here is you're, you're getting a dog that's not from a shelter, a dog that's been in a home and knows what home life is, and uh, it'll be a lot easier for the dog to adjust to your home. Gotcha. Now, do you have a dog at home that you that is part of your family Then you bring the foster dogs in with? We have several dogs at home. <laughs> I, I, I kind of threw that out there knowing the answer would be probably more than one. Yeah, so absolutely, uh, we actually foster failed three other dogs, three pit bulls, and we bring them in, uh, our new fosters in with our, our pit bulls as well, and so it's a big family event. That's uh, fantastic. They all get along well, and it helps socialize them as yeah, well. Yeah, I would imagine, so. right? Faith seems um, pretty social, Very pretty social. sweet girl. She's an expert crawler, I know. Faith is all about attention. Yeah. She loves to be pet, she loves people, and she's the biggest ham you'll ever meet. Now, uh, website. How do we find you guys? We are uh, we're very prominent on the internet. Okay. We're on uh, Facebook as pmar.org. Uh, on the internet, we're pmar.net. Or and Pibbles and More Animal Rescue. You can find us anywhere. Pibbles and More Animal Rescue. And Pibbles comes from? Uh, it's a play on Pibbles. Wow, very nice. I liked it. Our president started rescuing Pibbles when she started the organization. Uh, we've hap- we opened the, the rescue to any animal now. Sure. Cats, dogs, birds, turtles, rabbits, you name it. Any any sort of animal. Oh, my God. Faith is an awesome dog. Faith is good at giving loves and licks. Chip, did you get a few? I did. I got many. I got yeah. many. It's great. Jesus. Well, thank you so much for talking with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Faith, it was a pleasure meeting you, sweetie. You want some chocolate? No, you want chocolate milk. My God. That would be the worst thing. Imagine doing it, giving a dog to Oh, yeah, get the business card, Chip. Yeah.
You got it? Excellent. Here we are, we're walking through. Uh, we just met Faith. Oh my god, that might have been one of the cutest, yeah. cutest dogs. I got a photo and I'm, I'm, I'm texting myself pictures with their names. So Oh, look at us. It's like, uh, that's like very, what's the word? Uh, professional. Professional. There's a first for everything. Too. Yeah, there's Helen again. Uh, we, met, we, we met Helen early on, right? Yes. Helen was uh, maybe the first dog we met, and I did get a picture of her okay. as well, so... but the guests, the sponsors, the rescue organizations, the food truck, everyone. Thank you all for coming out today. Once again, we want to thank our wet nose sponsor, 6ABC, our furry friend sponsor, Burke's Plastic Surgery, Companion Pet Hospital, Jamalto, and the Monster Minders. We also want to thank our wagging tail sponsors, Central Bark, J&L Building Materials, Liberty Vet Clinic, nice. Opportunity Bark's Behavior and Training, Veterinary Specialty and Emergency Center. Drug Wiles with Chip and Jeff. What did he say? <laughs> we, we're, we, are, we are Wagging Tail sponsors, I believe. Next year, Chip. Uh, by the way, we're, we're, we're listening to the gentleman. He's about to do some awards, but uh, I'm looking at the gentleman with the big dog feet in front of us. Uh, that's, I believe that might be the gentleman who's dressed as Barkley, the mascot. Is that Barkley? Who ran the entire race. We should, we should talk to him. We really should. Coming out and please support them not only today, and we're back at the rescue run, Monster Mile rescue run, and it is the end of the race. And Chip, did you notice a strange being running with us during the race? They did say no dogs were allowed to run in the race, but I did see one giant dog oh, running. Giant dog, and I think we have the giant dog right here. Giant dog, your name is? I'm Barkley the Central Bark Bandit. Barkley the Central Bark Bandit, and where, what are you affiliated with, Barkley? Sir, I'm representing a Central Bark Doggy Daycare at 25th and Wharton in South Philadelphia. And what do we do there to Doggy Daycare? I'm guessing take care of dogs during the day? That's right. Normally it's a doggy daycare, but we also do a lot of foster operations in conjunction with our partner Redpaw. Oh, fantastic. Uh, yep. And uh, we also offer grooming services and overnight services for dogs of all kinds, shapes, and sizes. Now, I want to ask some logistical questions. You ran a pretty hot day in a full-on doggy outfit. You still have the doggy shoes on. And is this, uh, how'd it go? Uh, it was a nightmare, to be frank with you. Yeah, it was, uh, it was as though I were trapped in a box of uh, burning rage. I was, I was expecting a box of burning rage. That's actually how I walk around life most days. So, so I know, I know how that feels. Yeah. I actually expected more of a. Well, you know, it was a little challenging, but it's something I loved. A nightmare, it really. Yeah, it just truly, it was a nightmare. Yeah. So you look like obviously you're you're a runner. I saw at the very end you were actually had one hell of a kick coming across the finish line so you're a runner and you normally don't run in such gear that's correct yeah i didn't do any training for this either which is a regrettable choice by me so have you ever run in this uh dog outfit before this is the first time i've ever used the dog suit oh uh, wow so yeah you did you did a great job i, I well i appreciate that yeah that you did. It's so, in so there was no training in the dog outfit maybe go out for like a mile just to see how it is not at all, sir. Just uh, training in sweatsuits and then uh, not that? realizing that the suit was made of an unbreathable material. So, yeah. How, how was the head? Did, did the head stay on pretty well? I, I would worry that that would pop off. Uh, the head was secure, but it was secure in the sense that it was locking me in my own hot runner's breath. So it, it too was its own 
quagmire of problems to deal with. Yeah, I think normally when people run in like funny outfits during races, like you see in marathons, half marathons, they never go for the head. Like everything's funny below the neck. Maybe a funny hat, but you never see anyone with a full-on suffocating mask like like you. Barkley, do you have a real name, Barkley? Uh, yeah, my name, my real name is Andrew Wall. Andrew Wall. Okay, good. Yeah, because I was gonna say. Uh, do you um do you go out as Barkley at other events? I don't, as I mentioned, yeah, this is the first time I've ever worn the. So I've never put this outfit on before. Yeah, I'm just closely wow. linked and uh, extremely dedicated to Central Bark and to this run. Over. That's fantastic. Now, let me ask you this, and if, if I can assume for a moment, I'm assuming that after today you'll be looking for a new uh, organization to work with that doesn't make you run in a giant dog outfit, or are you going to stick with this one? I'm going to stick with Central Bark, I think, my whole life, and it was voluntary, just for the record. Okay, there was no... My boss is making me tell you it was voluntary. Okay, right, it wasn't a work release program where they... This is community service. It'd be very odd community service, like almost killing someone, for well, for a good cause. Right, I, I think it would be. Yeah, I, I, maybe that's maybe that's the answer. To, you know, to uh, you know, we had some some hardened criminals. Just put them in a big mascot outfit and have them have them go for a jog. Like two birds, see what, one stone. Yeah. Two dogs, one stone. Do you see yourself doing some more mascotting maybe in the future for different? Uh, uh, you give a lot of credit to professional mascots now. I give a ton of credit to those professional athletes. Anybody that says it's not an athletic sport oh, yeah, in its yeah. own right is uh, nice. Okay, but 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 in your credit, uh, the Philly fanatic, he, that, that lazy bastard dri drives around on a four-wheeler all the time. You know what I mean? You're 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 on your two your two feet. Well, he also has the luxury of a hot dog cannon, so I mean, he he's got a lot more funding than I do. The, the luxury of a hot dog cannon. This is this is what I need you to do is you need to go to your boss Monday morning first thing and be like, look, I demand a hot dog cannon. A cannon or I'm walking. That's it. That's it. Well, it was it was a really uh, it was nice to see you out there. It was inspiring because I felt no matter how crappy I felt and so I'm like at least I'm not in a suffocating giant furry. Uh, what uh, a, a, a movable coffin? What were you calling it? Oh, I mean any any analogy is good. Any uh, any apt analogy. Well, thank you very much. I uh, we're we're uh. Chip and Jeff, JunkMileShow.com. We're a running podcast, and we're also big, big fans of uh, dogs and uh, adoptable dogs. So, uh, thanks again. Really appreciate it. All right, take care. Slim Jim. Uh-huh. He is three years old, oh but God. he acts like he's about one. He, he has a lot of energy. Yep. Um, wonderful with other dogs, great with everyone actually. Yeah, yeah. He just has a lot of energy and needs to run. He, needs a runner, he truly he needs, needs to run. Buddy, right? He needs a running buddy. He eventually gets tired after a run. He does tire so. out. Yep. He does, which is fabulous. And I'm pretty sure that his people are out there. Yeah, definitely. Um, I got him a little cranked up right now, yeah. so he's. <laughs> where, um, where? Now, what um, animal rescue you're with? With Street Tales Animal Rescue in the Northern Liberty section okay, of the sure. city. And this guy came from um, women's, the, the women's animal. Okay. And not a whole lot is known about him, except that we think that he is boxer basset hound yeah. mix. Hi, sweetie boy. And he's just a love bug yeah. who needs so, to run. And um, at your shelter, all types of dogs, cats? All types of dogs. Cats are generally in foster. Okay. Um, but we do have all types of dogs there. The Monster Milers sponsor two of our dogs currently, Slim Jim right, and Helen, Helen, who was the oh, other dog Helen, that was featured. Helen. Was yeah. Helen the deaf? 
She's deaf, right? Yes, Helen is deaf, but do not let that dissuade yeah, I have a deaf dog at home. She is a fabulous girl. Yeah. Um, again, another uh, runner. And we have some smaller dogs as well. And that's Dorito, the smaller dog? This is dog. Dorito, yes. He's about a year old. Sap. Hi, Dorito. Dorito's otherwise <laughs> occupied, oh, apparently. Dorito's cute. And Dorito looks like, uh, what, what kind of dog would you like? A chihuahua mix? Chihuahua mix, yes. He's about a year old. Yeah, but this oh, is my goodness, fantastic. And he's actually a chihuahua he has a little bit more of a bigger dog personality oh, okay. in terms of being sweet and for your uh your your shelter how can people just walk right in or certain times you're open during the day or what's the best way um, mondays we're closed okay open tuesday through sunday and yes they can come in and um, fill out an application if they're interested in any of the dogs uh go to our website streettails.org if right. there's not um a dog that's with us that might be in foster, we can make arrangements for a, a an arrangement for you to meet the dog. Fantastic. And your name is? My name is Kristen. Kristen. Thank you. Pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you too, buddy. Yeah, that was great. Thank you, Dorita. Thank you. Oh, Dorita, we'll see you, buddy. Guys, a lot of you awesome people donated to Junk Miles for Chip and Jeff, and um, we're really thankful for it. And I did promise online that we would write an original song, and we did. Wrote some original music, or, uh, and uh, I call it a labor of love. Labor of love. You're going to get a lot more of uh, original music from Chip and Jeff. But we're going to go right into this one, and this is a thank you to all you people who donated. Who let the dogs out? Kim Andrews. Who? Who? Who let the dogs out? Ann Elizabeth. Who? Who? Who left the dogs out? Carrie Dazio. Who? Who? Who left the dogs out? Jay Such. Who? Who? Who left the dogs out? Doug Waddell. Who left the dogs out? Stephen Fritz. Fritz. Who left the dogs out? Sasha Adorno in memory of Blaze. Who left the dogs out? Matt Henry. Who? Who? Who left the dogs out? Sandeep Ajith. Who? Who? Who let the dogs out? Barbara Joshowit. Who who? Who let the dogs out? Nana Jack Andrews. Who who? Who let the dogs out? Who and Juliet Lyons. Who who? Who let the dogs out? Dog Dave Broadbent in honor of Ernie Broadbent. The Jacoby from Percocet. Who who? Who let the dogs out? Kim Broadbent in honor of Stanley. Who let the dogs out? Michael Curtis let the dogs help the dogs out. Who let the dogs out? Jasmine Bella and Brendan and Brandon. Who let the dogs out, Jeff? Well, who helped the dogs out, Chip? Really? Who helped the dogs out, Chip? I'd say all these great people. And I believe we got everybody's name in here. And if we didn't, we will record another version of who helped the dogs out. We, so we did that. We took who let. And we're going to change the who who helped. Yeah, I, I said let the whole time, but just pretend that it was help. Yeah, yeah, we'll record it. We're going, we're booking some studio time soon. Yeah, yeah, we're going to show him the studio. Well, maybe John Solomon can help us out with that. He's maybe we go into WPRB studio. I, I think he'd be really happy of our happy with our uh, w with our product that we just put out here. So. It's pretty good. Um, and perfect ending right there. So, guys, again, this is a Monster Miler Day Rescue Run 5K. Chip and I are staring at giant battleships. It's kind of beautiful kind of inspiring. Um, Chip, I have to ask you, you said that uh, you recently did your uh, half marathon and you saw something great, right? Um, I, saw something, uh, I, I saw something that was, 
maybe my favorite thing I've ever seen during. I will say uh, the mascot running today was one of my favorites. Yeah, it was awesome, and what a great guy. Yeah, really good guy. Uh, I, you know what? I, it's one of those things where you never judge a book by its mascot outfit because you see the guy. He's standing there. He's got his big floppy dog ear, dog feet, and I was like, should we interview this guy? You know, he's just wearing a dog outfit. It's probably not going to be a great interview. Turns into great, great, funny guy who really loves mascotting. He really does. His his life is devoted to dogs and mascottery, and I, I really give that to him. But uh, going back to to my Via Half Marathon run, one of one of the favorite things I've seen uh, was about. I'd say about a mile or so in. You're on. It's. I don't want to call it a trail run because it's flat. But you're you're in, you're in the woods basically near the canal, and uh, you're running. And there was a gentleman running who was. I'd say in his 20s, maybe maybe early 30s. Uh, didn't look seasoned. Maybe he was, but he was. He was just kind of wearing mesh shorts and a t-shirt. Just you know. Uh, but he was carrying something, uh, which usually have your hands pretty empty when you're. Running. Sure, you try to. Uh, it looked like he was carrying a football. Yeah, he looked like he was like... Well, maybe he was an Eagles fan, Chip, right? right? Maybe he was just an Eagles fan carrying a football around, being like, hut, hut, you know, fun fun time football day. Yeah. Maybe he's on a team. Maybe he's on a college team, and he's practicing. He's a running back. He's Because that's how he was holding the ball. It was like a running back. He was going to throw it to his buddy during the race. Add some fun. Hijinks. Exactly. Uh, but then I looked down and realized that this brown item was not, in fact, a football. It was a half gallon of Wawa iced tea. <laughs> that is... The official drink of Philadelphia, pretty much. The Wawa uh, half gallon. Well, it was a half gallon. He didn't go for the full gallon. He was running with a half gallon of Wawa iced tea. Wawa iced tea and ju- just going for it. And he was like, hey, I'm going to be out here for 13 miles. I'm going to need... I, I, would, I would suspect that he probably wasn't aware that there were water and Gatorade stations. He probably just like, listen, I, someone told me to do this this half mile, I mean, this half marathon. And he, you know, could have been a seasoned runner, but maybe he's never done a race and realized there there aren't iced tea stations. Unfortunately, there are. And he, he is 100% correct about that. He's not getting iced tea out there on the race unless he carries it himself. And, you know, sometimes those uh, uh, those papooses, what are they, the backpacks, yeah, the water, yeah, the, the camel. The hydration unit, camelback hydration units. You don't want to get iced tea in there, and then you got to scrub it out. You know, just just carry the half gallon iced tea with you. Yeah. Uh, up there's Helen. Helen's getting in the car. Oh, so cute. All right, guys, we're gonna call it a. Uh, oh, there's you guys. Someone has to adopt Helen. She's a beautiful, white pity mix deaf, and she's uh, getting in the car right now to go home. Speaking of home, Chip and I have to go home. We're gonna get ready for the Eagles game, right? Well, I'm, well neither of us are playing, but yeah. but we'll we'll watch. All right. That's it. That's uh, Junk Mouse episode. And we'll be back soon. And uh, go check out uh, themonstermilers.com.org. The mon- You'll put it on the website. I'll put it on the website. Check that out. Because we got a lot of runners. Uh, it's hard to adopt a dog. And I don't say hard, but, you know, it's a, it's, it's a life change. Uh, but uh, you guys are runners out there. Why not uh, stop by and run with some dogs? Run with some dogs, people. Bye.